0: For complete terms,
1: you know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Penza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products: wheels, brakes, suspension. Just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash tirerackcom The way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every
2: tap music to your ears.
0: The Volume.
1: In the NBA, the games can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, do you know that DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. This week, new customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets by just betting five bucks on basketball. How good of a deal is that from DraftKings Sportsbook? Win or lose, you get the instant W, instant. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Please use the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. New customers, $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five the code is Colin, C O L I N, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app, code Colin. The crown is yours gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS, Licensee Partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources all right welcome in instant reaction uh don't forget in 10 minutes uh, we will have chad millman sharp or square uh you know so ironic we finally get a good game on thursday night football and joe burrow gets hurt and the great tight end mark andrews for the ravens gets hurt and lamar jackson's limping around uh did not get hurt but I mean, in both instances, Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow got hurt and weren't touched. So I can remember having this discussion years ago with the NFL player, Trent Dilfer, and he said, by week four, nobody's healthy. Everybody's banged up. In fact, I had Julian Edelman on my FS1 show today, the former Patriot great, 12-year pro, three rings. And he's like, come on, you're everybody's hurt. You just have to have pain tolerance and get through it. So I, I will say this, and I um, listen, the smartest guys in the NFL miss all the time during drafts, and I didn't know what Lamar Jackson was going to be. I really didn't know. I don't think anybody did. That's why virtually everybody passed on him, and the Baltimore Ravens got him at the end of the first round. I mean, as good as Russell Wilson was in his prime, everybody passed on him, including Seattle, a couple times. Everybody passed on Brady five times, and and six in many instances. So, there's no great valor in saying, you know, well, you were wrong on a a quarterback— Everybody's wrong. The best GMs in the history of the league are wrong. Um, but, you know, it became very evident very quickly with Lamar Jackson when he started week 11 of year one. He was really a unique talent. And I, I say this all the time, and I, and I would say this. I argued with Jason McIntyre today about Brock Purdy. Every great quarterback of my life, there is something that is special. And with Brock Purdy, there's not. He throws a good ball, not a great ball. There's no Wow. Um, with Lamar Jackson, I don't get the critics. Uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. When you watch him, he had a couple plays uh, in the first half, one in the second half. It was incomplete. He threw a ball deep into the end zone. It was caught, but out of the end zone, his escapability, uh, his ability to move to his left or his right and keep his eyes downfield, his ability to throw accurately deep when he's running Lamar Jackson just doesn't play the game like anybody else. And you know, when he first broke into the league, the knock was, well, he doesn't play well from behind. For the record, almost nobody does. You know, outside of Pat Mahomes, almost nobody has a winning record playing from behind if they've played, you know, at least 50 starts in their career. Uh, and now the knock is, well, he can't he can't keep a lead. So we know he can play from behind. Well, he can't can't hold a lead. He can hold a lead. A lot of that's on the defense. Um, you know, his turnovers are up this year. He can be frenetic, he can play a little bit too fast. But just ask yourself, Herbert, size, wow, arm strength, wow. Josh Allen, uh, Mahomes, Burroughs, accuracy. If your quarterback doesn't have any, wow, that was the knock on C.J. Stroud. He was big enough. He was accurate. Uh, but it was sort of his comp was Jared Goff. And, and I had said with Goff, and I still say it, there's not a lot of juice with Jared Goff, but he's really good. Um, and that's C.J. Stroud. His it is it, his ability to see the field very quickly, recognize and throw the ball accurately. Burrow and C.J. Stroud have the same wow. And it's the ability to accurately throw a football from 45 yards in with dead eye accuracy. That is wow. Drew Brees's wow was accuracy. Like threw a tire from 30 yards, you know, regularly over and over and over. Your wow doesn't have to be size or speed or arm strength. It can be just Drew Brees, Joe Burrow, C.J. Stroud accuracy, that there's just not that many people can just drop a ball over linebackers in front of safeties, 28 yards on a dime every time. But Lamar's just jumps off the television set. Like when I watch him, I'm like, yeah, I didn't know how it would work. But if you're still denying it, I don't know what you're watching. The guy's won 78% of his games. This is the first year he's had good receivers. (laughs) He's got a good tight end, but he's had running back injuries and O-line injuries and Ronnie Stanley. And I I think the guy's just incredibly special. As far as Joe Burrow, he's injury prone. Cross your fingers. Listen, the AFC's got good teams. The Chargers are under 500. Uh, The Bengals are going to be 500. I mean, look at Buffalo right now, struggling. I mean, the teams that are struggling in the NFC are like uh, the Commanders or the Giants or the Bears or the Packers. Those aren't good football teams. You got the Bills, the Bengals, and the Chargers. And depending on what happens to the Jaguars, I mean, you you got really good teams with four and five losses in the AFC. It is different, no doubt about it. I want to talk about Jim Harbaugh. So Jim Harbaugh has accepted A three game punishment. So he will not be able to be on the sidelines for Maryland, where Michigan is a 21 point favorite. And he will not be on the sidelines for Ohio State, where, you know, that has always been a game that you need everything if you're Michigan or Ohio State to win. But I think what's interesting about it is the reason Jim Harbaugh said, okay, I'll accept that because it takes care of the Big Ten punishment. Now it's the NCAA punishment. I do not think it will be that severe. Um, uh, I mean, I'm sure it'll be a loss of scholarships. I don't think it's going to be vacating wins and vacating a potential national championship. We'll see. But, um, I always like when a story has a quick resolution, because I can remember years ago when Kobe and Shaq broke up with the Lakers, I was on team Kobe and I had said it. And the reason I was on Tim, team Kobe is because I'd been told by somebody in the Lakers organization, that Kobe was a better practice player. Uh, Kobe uh, was more reliable. Uh, Kobe was in better shape. Kobe would last longer. Shaq was kind of physically falling apart. For the first few years after that though, because Shaq joined, you know, Pat Riley, D Wade, Antoine Walker, a real, you know, an all-star team down in Miami and won a title. You know, I had to eat a dirt sandwich, right? Like, even though I knew I was on the right side, of the argument that Kobe, over time, when he got his next great teammate, Paul Gasol, eventually, that Kobe would last longer and have uh, just an incredibly redeemable career. But in the short term, you know, I looked like I didn't know what I was talking about. So I like when I make a prediction. Uh, like I always thought, um, the gratification for a stand-up comic: you tell a joke, people react, and you know instantly if it bombs or it hits. You could be a comedy writer, you know, your your work doesn't get on screen for four years. So it's it's almost like I I prefer like, here's a line, here's a prediction. In two days, we'll know if I'm right. So I don't believe uh, that Michigan is beating people because of the sign stealing. I don't think it hurts teams generally change signals more than once in a season, especially before big rivalry games. If you're on a big national TV game, teams know that game's taped. So like, like, let's say you're Ohio State and you play Penn State or, or Wisconsin, Camp Randall, Saturday night, national TV, you know, you know, those signals are being gleaned by all the other schools. Programs all the time change signals, especially after they've been on a big national TV game or right before you play a huge rival, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan to Ohio State. So, but I I don't think that's the reason. I think Michigan was beating everybody in the conference except Ohio State. And then they got J.J. McCarthy. And if you go look at Andrew Luck at Stanford and Colin Kaepernick in the NFL and his San Diego job, when Jim gets the quarterback, he goes from beating people to crushing them. It takes him a while. To find the right quarterback because it takes everybody in the NFL a while to find the right quarterback. Look at look at Andy Reid. How many years did he coach before he got Patrick Mahomes? Right, Belichick got fired in Cleveland. Had Bledsoe in New England. Bledsoe got hurt. Then he got Tom Brady. It's hard to find the right quarterback. Nick Saban at Alabama for years and years. It was all about defense. It wasn't until the end, you know, in the last eight years, he's been getting the Tuas you know, like like the really high-end quarterbacks. For years and years, it was just kind of college quarterbacks. So it took a while at Michigan to get, right, get the right quarterback. And I think that's why over the last two years, they're thumping people. But we'll know if they can thump Ohio State and Ann Arbor. Well, we, we know they're not stealing calls now. We know they didn't, they weren't using bat signals against Penn State and they didn't have to throw a pass and dominated the Nittany Lions, and if they clobber Maryland, which they, they're they a 21-point favorite, we'll know if they dominate and decimate Ohio State, it's not the signs. It's the 19 NFL players on the roster, which is what I suspect. No, Buckeye fans think it's just the signs dealing. Uh, and that when you take that away, that, you know, Michigan is just very ordinary. I do not think that is the case. So, My prediction is uh, Michigan wins out until the playoff and that the sign stealing, it certainly didn't hurt. And I'm sure there's a play or two over the course of a game that it could help, but I don't think that's why they beat Ohio State. But I could be very wrong and we'll find out in a couple of weeks. I like those kind of predictions. Let's get to Chad Millman. November is here. We are in the heart of the football season. Hockey and basketball just starting up. Best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest growing ticket app in the United States, GameTime. It's obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. That's what they do. You can find exclusive flash deals, ways to help you save money, sponsored deals on games and concerts on a daily basis. Pretty sweet. With zone deals, you pick the section you want and game time picks the seat. Big time savings there. And with a game time guarantee, you'll always get the best price. You'll find tickets in the same section, same row, for less. Game time will credit 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets and go with game time, the fastest growing ticket app in the United States. Download the game time app. Create an account. The redeem code is Colin. That's me, C-O-L-I-N. $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. The redeem code C-O-L-I-N. $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute deals. Lowest priced tickets. Guaranteed.
2: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket.
3: Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Sharper Square, Chad Millman, CCO Action Network. I actually, this week, love the lines. And I love dogs everywhere this week. I'm going, I'm going value shopping because I've been heavy on the favorites for about a month. It's done me okay. You ready to go? I'm ready, brother. Let me hear what you're selling. Uh, I don't like the line as much now, but Chicago plus seven and a half at Detroit. Lions off a big win. Justin Fields is capable of big plays. Detroit gives up a lot of them. Lost in that win (laughs) is that the Chargers marched up and down the field and had five straight touchdowns at the end. And often, very quickly, I, I would love it at nine and a half. I thought it was second best line of the week, but at seven and a half, I would take the Bears sharper square
4: totally sharp. Look, you're still getting more than a touchdown. The line was at 10 on Tuesday. Went to nine, went to eight and a half, went to eight, woke up Thursday morning, 48 hours later, it's at seven and a half. A couple things going on here. One, when it was at 10, a load of inflation. And what I mean is the Lions are now a public team. People want to bet them. People who don't know anything about football Want to bet on the Lions, the same way they used to want to bet on the Patriots, the same way they used to want to bet on the Packers, the same way they still want to bet on the Cowboys, right? So there was inflation. That's why the wise guys came in and took the 10 and took the nine and took the eight. And now it's down to seven and a half. That's number one. Number two, divisional matchups. Divisional matchups favor the road team. They favor the underdog. So when you get that Venn diagram, you want to bet the road underdog it's a lot of divisional matchups this week this is one the wise guy spotted right away
1: um this i'm gonna throw my theory at you i like the vikings plus two and a half at denver denver you always talk about lucky that was the luckiest win in the league this year 12 man multiple fumbles three drop passes um i mean how many times did the broncos get a drive starting at the 50 and not give me points uh, meanwhile buffalo was a bit unlucky 12th man among them minnesota it, I think a lot of people think, hey, it's a cute story. Well, it's more than that. Josh Dobbs is effective. He's accurate. Justin Jefferson could come back. They have an excellent offensive coach. I like their personnel a lot. Um, two and a half is too much. I think I think Minnesota is a real team. Uh, the Josh Dobbs thing, he's more mobile now than Russell. He's accurate. They have better weapons. Two, I know the numbers telling me to bet Denver. I'm going to take Minnesota plus two and a half sharper square.
4: Uh, square. The wise guys are taking uh, Denver. The public is taking Minnesota. You can see this by what's called the reverse line move. You see all the bets coming in on Minnesota, and yet the line continues to go up. It's gone from one to one and a half. Before the Buffalo game, it was at one and a half. After the game, it only went up to two. Because bookmakers are trying to figure out which way is the public and which way are the wise guys gonna go with two teams that are winning in surprising ways. The public came in on Minnesota, the wise guys came in on Denver. So what you're saying about Josh Jobs is totally accurate. But let's look at what Denver has done. Denver has won three games in a row. After that, devastating loss. To the Chiefs on a Thursday night, Russell Wilson had fewer than 100 yards passing. He had two picks. That was following up a week in which they lost to the Jets, in which the game was clinched by Russell Wilson scrambling and then forcing his own fumble by knocking the ball out of his hand with his own leg and the Jets pick it up and run it back for a touchdown. Since then, they've completely retooled not just this defense, which has been considerably better, but Russell Wilson in this offense. They get him into a position to make a decision. Faster, they were they were snapping the ball with ten seconds or less too often. Now they're not doing that. You even saw it last week against the Bills. They weren't they weren't game changing plays, except they were plays that didn't cause Denver to lose yardage and lose momentum. It was a simple pass under the first quarter. Russell Wilson, second and one, looks down the field instead of scrambling, instead of trying to find someone deep, he just dumps it off right. First down. Very next play, pass rush is coming up both sides. The middle of the field opens. Russell Wilson doesn't hesitate. Sprints for 10 yards. Russell Wilson has 18 touchdown passes. Second in the league behind Tua. Four interceptions. Second fewest. Seventh best rated passer against the Rush, according to PFF. They're a better team right now. I'm gonna Suckers take- bet. All right.
1: I'm going to take Seattle minus one at the Rams. I don't think the Rams are rebuilding roster can sweep the Seahawks this year. I don't care. McVay, Pete Carroll. I just don't think the Rams are very good. Um, I think their best players are all past their prime. And I think Seattle's a good team. Uh, They got a little unlucky not covering against the commanders because two of their DBs collided, uh, but they came back. Gino had a great drive. I just think Seattle's a better team. They travel pretty well. Home crowd means absolutely nothing. Uh, Stafford's going to play, not 100%. Uh, I would take Seattle minus one to win the game. I think there, there's no way the Rams can sweep this team Sharper square.
4: square. Uh, wise guys like the Rams. Uh, Seattle's wins have not been impressive. Giants, Panthers, Cardinals, Washington on a miracle. Gino's been good, but not as good as last year. I think people don't believe the Seahawks defense is as good as it's rated. They think it might be a little fraudulent because of who they played. Look at that first game. The Rams out gained him by four. It was 426 to 180. They doubled them up in first down to 27 to 13. That was without Cooper Cup. So if you look at the strength of schedule adjusted the Rams have played, it's better. The Rams have a better QB. Um, the line is sort of settled at one, but it's moving in the Rams direction because the wise guys are moving out there.
1: Um, I like the Cardinals plus four and a half at the Texans. Texans off maybe their biggest win in several years. Um I, think Arizona. Again, this this feels like a close game to me. I'm a huge fan of Kyler Murray. Um, I, I don't trust young teams off big wins. I think they pull back a little. I think because it was Joe Burrow. Remember, Cincinnati drops a touchdown pass in the end zone or Cincinnati probably wins. Texans are still a rebuilding roster like Arizona. I would take the four and a half with Arizona Sharper Square.
4: Totally split. This line opened at five and a half for Arizona. Uh, Arizona was plus five and a half. Got bet down to five, got bet down to four and a half, got bet down to four. All wise guy money. Then at the four, wise guys on the other side started coming back and betting up on Houston. It's because nobody really can find how they feel about CJ Stroud. He's a little bit of um, uh, a code breaker, right? Everything you believe about what you have done historically with betting CJ Stroud is breaking those rules. Coming back two weeks in a row, the way he's come back, his odds for MVP have dropped from 200 to 1 to 20 to 1. The last time a rookie won MVP, Jim Brown, 1957. So there's a lot of sentiment that maybe CJ Stroud is one of those guys who breaks all the trends and he's been much better at home. So it's buyer beware on this one. You're getting both sides. Okay, there's a line, and it happens maybe twice a year, that I do not
1: get. And my instinct is Vegas knows something I don't. And this is the first one this year. The Bills minus seven against the Jets seems outrageous. Vegas knows. I'm taking Buffalo minus seven. That line makes no sense. The Jets are an awful, awful third down team, they can't move the chains. Buffalo was incredibly unlucky between drops and penalties against Denver. They were the better team. This line, I thought I guessed lines before they come out. I'm like three. I'm like seven. Buffalo fires a coach, inspired. Everybody's backs against the wall. The country's bailed on them. The city's on their ass. (laughs) I'm taking Buffalo minus seven here, sharper square.
4: So in the same way that CJ Stroud might be a bit of a cheat code, Zach Wilson is the opposite. In every way, wise guys want to take the Jets in this spot. A much, much better defense, a team in the Bills that is fading. They are now not even, they're not even in plus money to make the or in minus money to make the playoffs. They're not favorites to make the playoffs anymore. Um, they're in a real struggle spot. Except nobody wants to back Zach Wilson. They just can't find it within themselves to back this quarterback at this number, no matter how big it is. Meanwhile, Josh Allen, historically, in this spot at home, when Josh Allen wins, he covers. That isn't the story this year, right? It's been a lot more of a struggle. There's zero consensus on this column. Like You're not going to find any wise guy who's like, oh my God, I love Josh Allen at minus seven. There are games where they do like big favorites this week. You're on your own on this one. There's nobody who's like, yeah, I got it. There's, there's value on this one. Don't forget, wise guys like to bet where they think they have an edge. They do not have a, uh, 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 an on the field edge against this number.
1: Uh, it makes sense to take the Titans plus six and a half against the Jaguars divisional game. Uh, Vrabel's a great underdog coach. It felt like one of the obvious ones. I think Jacksonville wins. I would rather bet the team that I think wins. Um, but you can run on the Jaguars. The Titans will, they're very physical. I also think the Jags are a bit beat up after that loss, a bit shocked. I would take the Titans plus six and a half feels like, uh, that Cleveland, it feels like, uh, kind of that Cleveland-Baltimore
4: game last week, just go with a divisional rival and a point, sharp or square? Totally sharp. That's Mike Vrabel, most profitable coach against the spread the past 20 years. He wins outright as an underdog more than any other coach in the past 20 years, plus the stats, right? Road teams since 2015 in the division covering it a 53% clip road dogs, covering it a 55% clip Uh, wise guys will be on the Titans. Finally, Eagles plus three at the chiefs. Jalen hurts has beaten
1: 12 straight winning teams. I, this is weird. I never do this. I think Philly blows them out. I think Philly blows out Kansas city. I think it's one of those games that makes for great sports talk radio. (laughs) On Tuesday, uh, I th- I'm going to take Philly like 33-26, 33-23, physically
4: pushes him around sharper square. Dude, this is the scariest game on the board. I have bet the Eagles. My first instinct on this game, me and Simon Hunter, both professional better Simon Hunter, the co-host of my podcast with me. We looked at this game and we're like, the Eagles are the better team. Right? Like every single way you look at it, they are the better team. And we bet the Eagles. We've heard some wise guys coming on the Eagles. But what's scary is Patrick Mahomes, this isn't hyperbole, virtually unbeatable in November, December. Virtually unbeatable as a favorite of three or less. Andy Reid, great off the bye. Like we're talking about we're talking about bucking incredibly strong historical trends. You and I can make an executive decision on this. I'm with you. I think the Eagles are going to cover, but we're not going to find a ton of support from the betting community that is consensus on this. There are games where we're going to get consensus. This ain't one of them.
1: Okay, give me, as you know, there's a game I thought about, I want you to talk me into, and then pull one or two out that I didn't think of. So the, the number was smaller earlier but um, I think Miami could destroy the Raiders. I think it could be absolutely one of the ugly games of the year. Last week, I took Dallas over the Giants. I felt great about it. That thing was over in eight minutes. I think Miami's going to win by three touchdowns over the Raiders. The number's now like minus 13 and a half. I would take the huge favorite, Sharper
4: Square. 100% sharp. That's that's the play. The reason this number's gone from 11 and a half to... 12 to 12 and a half to 13 to 13 and a half in the past 48 hours. Wise guys are piling on. They, they're they not looking at the Raiders going 2-0 and with Antonio Pierce and Aiden O'Connell and thinking, oh yeah, they got a shot. When the Dolphins play bad teams, they blow them out. When they play good teams, they lose. That's just their MO right now. Maybe one day they'll get better. Maybe one day they'll be competitive with more uh, higher caliber teams but they blow out bad teams. Look at that Carolina game. Remember Rip Carolina was up by 14? You're like, oh my God, they got a shot. Before halftime, it was 35-14. All right. Give me a game that I have missed.
1: Chad Millman, CCO Action Network, all odds provided by DraftKings, usually in, usually a dumpster dive. Uh, by the way, the last four weeks, the game I have not picked, that's been my sixth pick in Blazing Five, is 4-0. So, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. And Denver, Minnesota is that game for me this week. And I may pass. Okay, give me a game that I haven't thought about.
4: Let me ask something. When you're watching those games that you decided not to go with, oh yeah, painful. are you rooting against the side you would have bet just so you can feel better? Because that's what I
1: do. No, I, I root for the side because I do want to say on the air, hey, I'm an idiot. But that was because I always say on Friday, here's the game that didn't make the cut I'm three and oh on these. Last week it was Arizona. Um, so I, I, it, twice it was the Jets and I should have bet them and I didn't. So, you know, it's just one of those things where, um, I had a push last week on Detroit. I told you on this podcast, I told you Detroit minus one was the, I thought the best bet of the week. Minus three, it's a push. I have five pushes this year.
4: So I'm above 505 five pushes, but there's, there's got to be a game I've missed here. Well, this is why you're a genius, by the way, because I'm rooting against the team that uh, I would have bet on because I don't want to feel bad. And you're thinking it's all content. It's all content, baby. (laughs)
1: That's right. It is. That's it.
4: I'm gonna go on after the after the games are over. I can make a a video for the volume YouTube page, and I'm just gonna talk about how sad it would have been. Uh speaking of Carolina, I you know it
1: it does feel just do it.
4: Don't even give me your excuses. Be my betting buddy and do it. Put it in there. Carolina plus 10 and a half. Yeah. It's a game. The wise guys love it this week. Love it.
1: Just do it. Do it. Dallas is on the road off a ridiculous win. Um, Frank Wright needs to be competitive. Like he's getting major
4: heat. Is that the argument? The argument is that Dallas is so overinflated. And this is a prime trap game. They just had a cakewalk. That Everyone is believing that they are the best offense in the NFL. That Dak Prescott to C.D. Lamb cannot be stopped. Now they're going to Carolina. Carolina's defense, they got some playmakers. They play better at home. When when Bryce Young last week, like against the Bears, it wasn't pretty. But he can find a way if, if they get a couple of breaks. And 10 and a half is a lot. It's a lot for a team to cover when they're on the road uh, coming off the wind that they just came off of. So I actually took a little bit of taste of Carolina on the money line. All
1: right, Milman, That's pretty good. Good to see you're back from Dusseldorf or wherever you were at. It was very... Listen,
4: it was Copenhagen. You love Copenhagen. You want to Copenh- move there. Copenhagen. Thank you for correcting me. Yeah. You know what? You got content. You got class. <laughs> i don't know about that all right buddy all right see you later
0: the volume
1: in sports the scoreboard doesn't always tell the complete story the dad who happens to be a world-class quarterback untold tales of athletes you thought you knew the heart racing pressure for the heart soul and survival of the multi-billion dollar business of f1 stories about college kids who were given a last shot a last chance at redemption. David Beckham's meteoric rise, not only as a global soccer superstar, but becoming a pop culture icon. Upsets, injuries, come from behind victories. You're going to get it all. And I've seen it all with Netflix sports. These are the stories that turn all of us into sports fans and give everybody something to cheer for, to feel for, to hold your breath for, and to get up out of your seat for. Whether you're a diehard or a brand new fan, Intense or casual, shows like F1, Drive to Survive, Quarterback, Full Swing, Untold, Beckham, and more. Netflix has a story for every type of fan. Netflix turns us all into fans.
0: Complete terms.
3: It's Freddie Prinz Jr. and Jeff Died back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey Jeff.